Locked On Syracuse is officially back. Let's roll. You are Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everyone? Thank you for making Locked On Syracuse your first listen of every single day. And I promise you, we are going to be uploading a lot more now that I'm just getting started. This episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. So, Slad, I'm, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be speaking to all of you, and I'm glad that it's Wednesday, February 21st, and it's our first episode of the new era of Locked on Syracuse on today's show. We're going to talk about the state of Syracuse basketball as it stands right now, Syracuse football as well, and of course, just a little bit about me because I know I'm a new host and you guys might want to get to know me. So that's on the docket for today's episode. Now, let's get right to the chase with basketball. Of course, Syracuse had a game last night, and they beat NC State on the road. Because, of course, that's just how the team is. And normally how this this podcast would go is the day after a game, I, I would give a game recap. I would tell you what I thought about it. But because we're starting you know, towards the end of the season, why not just give my thoughts on, on the entire program in general? So. But anyway, Syracuse won last night, 87-83 over NC State. But as far as where the program stands right now, I think there should be optimism because we can see the potential of this team. And I think Coach Autry in year one has done a relatively good job with the ingredients that he has been given. I have been very critical of the players on this team. I think the main issue is the players and not the head coach. Coach Autry drew up a great game plan to beat North Carolina. That was not an accident. He, If you watch that game, Syracuse played a very slow tempo pace and forced North Carolina to play in the half-court offense. And that's one of the reasons why Syracuse was able to come away with the victory. Last night against NC State, it was one of those games where everything was falling, and it was the opposite of the Georgia Tech game where everything was not falling. Ultimately, right now, as it stands, Syracuse, barring winning the ACC tournament, which is always, I guess, a possibility, right? That's a that's a whole separate rant for another day, is not going to make March Madness for the third straight season. Three straight years of no tournament. That hasn't happened in 50 years since the early 70s. That to me is not acceptable. And that's why I am very harsh in my criticism of this team. And I understand that every year has had some sort of excuse, right? A couple, a few years ago, they were... They were just so bad. It was under 500 for the first time in forever. 
right? It was just a really bad year. Fine. Last year, it was, you know, the team was mostly freshmen. How can you expect freshmen to go all the way to the tournament? Right? That was kind of the excuse there. And the excuse this year is, well, it's year one of a new head coach. So what, how can you have really high expectations? The way I look at it right now is, of course, barring if Syracuse makes the tournament, right? Because they can win the conference. If Syracuse doesn't make it next year, that would be four straight years. That would mean that anyone going to college in that time, if they started as a freshman for the 2021-2022 season, they would have gone their entire college lives without experiencing one tournament run for the first time since the 70s. Next year to me is tournament or bust. If this team does not make the tournament next year, I don't care what the excuse is, the season is a total failure. Period. End of story. They, they have to be in the tournament next season. There, there's no other way to sugarcoat it. Now, as far as how they get there, they need better players. And I know that criticism is going to sound very vague. And you're probably wondering to yourself, you know, what is this lazy critique here? Just let me explain. What is it that Syracuse is good at? What are they good at? Well, they can't really score. If you look at their totality of a season, I know last night they did. But if you look at the totality of the season, they are not great on offense compared to the ACC. They're not great on defense compared to the ACC. They can't really rebound. What are they good at? What is this team? What is this team's identity? What are they known for? Again, what are they good at? Yesterday, someone told me, well, they get a lot of steals. I don't know what you do with that. You get a lot of steals. To me, that's, I don't know how you, how you build on that. That's why I say they need better players. If you look at Syracuse's roster right now as constructed, you'd hope that Judah Mintz comes back. You'd hope. I mean, I'm seeing lately that he's not being listed on mock drafts. Perhaps it's a similar situation to last year where he'll declare for the draft, but also maintain his eligibility and ultimately come back. I think J.J. Starling's a virtual lock to come back. Again, I got no inside sources on this stuff, but the guy just transferred over here. I don't see him transferring again, and I don't think he's going to be going in the NBA draft. So I believe he's coming back. Outside of that, outside of those two guys, who else do you want to come back to this team? I like Quadier Copeland, and I think he's excellent in his role coming off the bench. And he had a huge night last night with 25 points. I like Chris Bell. But I think Chris Bell's better served as going coming off the bench. I know he had a great night last night, and it's kind of weird how I'm saying all this stuff, and they won last night. And I like Malik Brown, but he's not a starting center. We all know that. So for this offseason, 
They already have Donnie Freeman coming. And everyone else. Sorry about that. Everyone else on the team. I mean, Chance Westry is a wild card. He'll be back next season coming back from injury. Naheem McLeod might be back from injury. Naheem McLeod should be the backup center for next season. He should be the backup. That's best. That's his best role. So as far as that, everyone else, to me, completely irrelevant. And Syracuse is going to need a big transfer class along with their recruits that they've already gotten to supplement, to, to make the tournament next season, which I stated in the beginning, it's tournament or bust. So that is the state of SU basketball right now. On the other side, I'm going to be talking about the state of Syracuse football and their new head coach. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I use Game Time, and I love that I can see the view from my seat before I buy it. Use code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows, Covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today, now available on the free Fire TV channels app. All right. Welcome back, everyone. It's time to talk about the state of Syracuse football. If you've been living under a rock, Syracuse football has hired a new head coach in Fran Brown, replacing Dino Babers after eight seasons. How do we feel about the hire? I want you guys to drop your comments below. Drop your thoughts below in the comment section. How do you feel about this hire? Because I appeared on Locked On ACC about a week ago. And I gave my grade. I would give the hire an A-. A- hire. That might be a little bit lower than what you guys have. That might be a little bit higher than what you guys have. My thoughts on the hire and of Fran Brown and the state of the program in general, you should definitely feel optimistic. I feel optimistic about this team now. And it's Syracuse football. Can you believe it? We're feeling optimistic about Syracuse football? What is this, 1958? Optimistic? About Syracuse football? That doesn't happen, right? The reasoning is because this was a team that went from it can't recruit at all to middle of the pack in the Power Five. They're middle of the pack now in the Power Five compared to what they were before. This team was in the, the 80s in transfer rankings, 80s in, 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 in getting high school players to come. And now they're in the 40s 
their transfer class is actually in the top 25 for next season. Headlined, of course, by Kyle McCord coming over from Ohio State. So Fran Brown has proven so far that the recruiting that he did at Georgia, he can somewhat translate it to Syracuse. There's still another step he's got to take. And that's getting from, you know, the 40s and top 25 in transfer to into the upper echelon, right? That's the the tougher challenge here. But he has proven he can get this team to a middle-of-the-pack recruiting school. Already. It, he hasn't coached a single game yet. So that, to me, earns massive points on the hire and, of course, the program in general. Where I kind of have reservations is the fact that he's never been a head coach before. And this guy was not like a defensive coordinator at Georgia. He was a position coach. And nothing against position coaches. But there is a big difference to being a position coach and being a head coach. And we all know this. I don't think this is out of bounds or unfair at all to Fran Brown. I can like the guy personally and think that he's done an awesome job so far, including with the media too. He does a great job with the media and going outside and and going on Walnut and and finding a group of, of guys who are just playing football and playing football with them, like pickup. I think that's fantastic. I truly think that's fantastic stuff. But now it's about can he actually be a head coach of a Power 5 program and more importantly, win football games? Because that's ultimately what the job's all about. Right? We can sit here and talk all about recruiting and how important recruiting is, and it is definitely important. But the bottom line is winning football games. Think about a school like Miami. Miami's always really good in recruiting. But Miami doesn't win football games, right? So at the end of the day, great. I'm so glad that he can recruit. Finally, we have a head coach that actually cares about it. But it's about winning football games. And the question is for next year, I'll just give you my way too early opinion on them right now. Can they actually do it? Now, uh, another reason for optimism is the schedule looks like a joke. Barring anything bad, ha- catastrophic happening, to be honest with you, they're going to start 4-0. They're going to start 4-0 again this year. Just look at their schedule. It's it's bad. I mean, not bad. In, I mean, in a good way. Like, they're, they're not playing anyone. You got Ohio. You got Stanford. Holy Cross. I think... Army is the other one. Yeah, yeah, not in that particular order. But the point being, you're going to go 4-0 in that stretch. So, you're going to go 4-0. That's a good thing, right? My ultimate prediction is 7-5. That was my way too early one. I think another question I have for this team is Kyle McCord. I know he was a top transfer but he didn't exactly – he's a good quarterback, but he didn't exactly elevate the talent around him at Ohio State. I know it might be unfair to put him in the category of a guy like Justin Fields or C.J. Stroud or Dwayne Haskins, the three guys that came before him. But he didn't elevate the talent around him. Like, he had Marvin Harrison. And that you're never going to have a better weapon in college than Marvin Harrison. And he didn't – elevate I, was he more of a product of the town around him 
Or did he actually elevate it? Because to me, I don't think he did. I don't think he elevated the talent. So now he's going to go to Syracuse. He's going to go to Syracuse. And let's be 100% honest with ourselves. Syracuse does not have a Marvin Harrison on this roster. They have a Rondé Gadsden who's really good. I like a Rondé Gadsden coming back from injury. But Quinn Allen is nice. They got some pieces along there in the transfer portal as well. But the talent is not the same as what it was at Ohio State. It's not the same as it was at Ohio State. And because of that, I think it's fair to question if Kyle McCord is going to really take this team to the next level. He's also not very mobile. And one of the problems with Syracuse over the past few seasons has been offensive line play. And he's not mobile. So how is he going to escape the rush when the line inevitably breaks down? Or is he just going to take a bunch of sacks? So that are, those are my thoughts on of Syracuse football. Overall, I would say when comparing the two, you should feel more optimistic about the football team. And I never thought I would ever say that. But I would feel more optimistic about the football team right now in the direction they're going in than basketball. Because basketball and making the tournament, I mean, it... I just don't I don't know if they if they're gonna make it next season. I, they're definitely not gonna make it this year barring winning the conference. And I don't know if they're gonna do the things required to make it next season. But for Syracuse football, I think you should feel a little bit more optimistic about that program. So coming up after this, a little bit about your new host, me, Jackson Holzer. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Welcome back, everyone. Locked on Syracuse here. We're entering our final segment of the show. I've talked a little bit about the state of Syracuse basketball and the state of Syracuse football. And now it's time to learn a little bit about your new host, me. I'm Jackson Holzer. You can see uh, in the bottom left corner of the video if you're watching my name and also my Twitter handle if you'd like to follow me there. Overall, I am someone who is very passionate and opinionated, if you couldn't tell. I care a lot about Syracuse. I've been covering this team through various outlets since 2020, mainly WAER Sports and WJPZ Sports. For those of you who do not know, those are the the campus-run stations. Overall, I'm just very excited. I grew up actually a Florida Gators fan. Fun fact. Um... I wanted to go to Syracuse, though, when I was about a junior in high school. That's when the school really became on my radar. And I've always known it as a basketball school. And I remember I I took a visit with my dad in, 
I want to say February of 2019, maybe it was March. It was my junior year of high school. And my dad famously said to me, if you're going to go to this school, uh, you're going to go, you're going to go tour it in the middle of the winter because, you know, that's how it's, it's going to be cold when you go and you're not going to go in the summer and get a bad idea of the school. So I said, fine. And I remember the day we toured was the, was a day where Syracuse was playing Virginia at home that night. We didn't end up going to the game. We had other college visits planned in the coming days. So we couldn't go. But I remember really liking the school, and it was a blizzard outside. And overall, I just really enjoyed it. I've attended the school since and have gotten involved in student media. That is what I love to do. I, I love to be a part of the media. Um, my main thing is sports talk because I love giving opinions. And I have really, I felt like, stepped into this culture a little bit and have learned all there is a lot to I've learned a lot about Syracuse. I wouldn't say all there is to know. I am not the end all be all of Syracuse sports, but I've learned a lot since I've come here. Uh, and I just want to continue that tradition with you guys. And when I speak to you guys, I also want you guys to know that I speak with my heart, right. And a little bit of my head too, right. There's, I don't really know that didn't really come across right. So let me rephrase. I think the point being is that when I speak to you guys, I'm speaking passionately and I'm speaking honestly and I'm speaking in the moment. I don't have any sort of agenda other than to put out the best product for you guys. That's what I want to do. I want to put out the best product for you guys. And that's, that's it. How can I put out the best product and serve you guys? You guys are ultimately uh, what drives the show. Now, as far as how I want to upload shows, I want to do the standard Monday through Friday. Uh, as as um, the time goes on, there will be time for more experimenting. I want to do live streams for games. I have a ton of plans. And if you guys have any suggestions that you want to see for the show... Feel free to leave a comment below. And please tell me because I, I don't know everything. I have ideas, but I don't know everything. And I want you guys to give your feedback on what you guys want to see in here. I want to bring on guests. I want to bring on better guests. I want to I shoot for the moon with these guys. So if, again, if there's anyone you want to hear from, please let me know. And I will do my best to make sure I can get them on the show it might take a little bit of time and I can't make a promise I would ever make. I, I can make a request happen, but I will do my best. As far as the time frame on when we can expect some of that stuff, new guests and everything like that, it might be a little bit. I just started. This is my first video I've ever recorded. There's a lot that goes on to these videos. So it might take a little bit of time. Please forgive me. For now, I'm just trying to get uh, situated with exactly how to do this and everything like that. Please forgive me. Um, but in all seriousness, I'm, I'm really, really excited to get the ball rolling with you guys. Hopefully Syracuse ends up Syracuse basketball rather ends up making a huge run 
and wins the AC tournament. And, and we have some March Madness videos, right? That would be really, really, really cool. I don't see that happening, though. I don't. I don't see that happening. And also, yeah, if you guys have any questions for me as well, drop them below. I'm all, I'm, I'm, can't guarantee I'd answer all of them, but I'd be happy to, you know, if I can, I'd be happy to answer them for you guys. Overall, very, very, very excited to get started. This is the first episode of Locked On Syracuse. And I just can't wait. I I can't wait. On tomorrow's episode, uh, we're going to grade the first season of Coach Adrian Autry. I'm also going to talk about the state of SU women's basketball. That's something that I want to expand as well in my coverage. I want to talk about other stuff, other, other sports rather, other than football and men's basketball. This women's basketball team, in case you haven't heard, is right now on pace to be hosting a couple tournament games because they're projected as a top four seed in March Madness. Hey guys, the blueprint's there for the men's basketball team and how to turn around a team in two years. Just saying, it's there. So that's a little bit of what I'm going to dive into into tomorrow's episode. Just want to thank you guys all for watching, listening. This has been... It's, it's, I, I truly, I, I, I know I'm almost at a loss for words because I just am very, very excited to get started with you guys. Thank you for making Locked On Syracuse your first listen today. Now make Locked On Sports Today your second listen. Once again, I'm Jackson Holzer. Take care, everyone.